In recent years, technology has increasingly become a part of our daily lives. While part of this is due to the growing number of devices and their capabilities, it is also because companies are creating products tailored more to our everyday routines. In particular, there has been a steady development in the field of wearable technology. Take for example Fitbits or Apple Watches. The purpose they serve didn't exist only a few years ago. Who needed to know how many steps they'd taken or stairs they'd climbed on a given day? These devices are giving us new metrics to help standardize, quantify, and in some ways characterize the way we live. One benefit of all this new data has been in the autism community. Autism makes communicating difficult and can often be accompanied by unpredictable behavior. For families who are affected by more severe cases of autism, understanding their children's patterns and being able to communicate is crucial for daily life. One way in which families have done this recently is through technology. Games on tablets such as ABA therapy images or Autism Mate can be soothing after a tantrum, or calendars that provide reminders to do everyday activities can help to institute a routine. So far, however, most of the technology is reactionary, trying to solve a problem after it has already started. While these calming games are good, they generally come after unfavorable behavior, and the calendars are usually set up as a result of struggling to achieve a regular schedule. Only now are researchers starting to develop devices that help to correct or assist with certain behaviors preventatively. One new piece of technology that has helped people affected by autism is Google Glass. Although the greater Google Glass project was generally considered a failure, it is still being studied for its benefits in the autism community. Dr. Nick Haber with Cataline Voss founded the Autism Glass Project at Stanford Medical School with Principal Investigator Dennis Wall, an Associate Professor of Pediatrics, Psychiatry, and Biomedical Data Sciences. Their goal was to create a pair of glasses that could help with understanding social interactions, making eye contact, and recognizing facial expressions through visual prompting. Now that several prototypes have been developed, their success in limited samples has been significant. These prototypes have been used with small samples of recruited volunteers from the San Francisco area who have reported strong improvement for their children. The glasses utilize a variety of components, including a head motion tracker, a microphone, and a customly added infrared camera for eye tracking. To prompt users, the glasses display cues about the person they're facing, giving recommendations about what emotion they are likely being presented with. It does this using a program the researchers developed that reads certain muscular structures and faces and interprets, then displays what they mean. For example, seeing elevated cheek muscles might prompt a response like happiness. In addition to assisting with understanding emotions, the glasses record data like eye contact time and connect to an Android app that can be used to measure progress and even practice these skills. It does this through a gaming interface, where the app marks achievements and notes when users are making more natural eye contact and when they are relying less on cues. Although there are no final conclusions from this study, there has been a lot of positive feedback from the users and the families of the users who were recruited to use the device. The project is currently working on updating the software and getting participants from more diverse populations with the hope of eventually making this a product available to the public. Before this is possible, though, they will need to collect more information to improve the device. Another piece of technology helping people affected by autism is Akili, a video game developing company that focuses on therapeutic assessments and diagnostics for people with autism, ADHD, depression, and traumatic brain injuries. The first game, Project Evo, 
was developed at UC San Francisco by Dr. Adam Gazlai, director of UCSF's Neuroscience Imaging Center. Before starting the game, each user is put through a diagnostic test that measures current abilities. The game is then set up such that the user is an avatar going through a virtual world where throughout gameplay and the character's journey, different skills are taught to the user. With autism specifically, Akili works on improving interference processing, which is when learning new material and the transfer effects of past learned materials interfere. Researchers at Akili studied how these processes work in people with autism and developed games that are suited for strengthening these skills. A benefit of using a gaming format is that the user's progress can be measured hourly, daily, and weekly once it is regularly being played at home. Similar to Google Glass, parents and specialists can monitor progress and make adaptations to the game as the user advances. Currently, Akili is being tested in a blinded, randomized, placebo-controlled clinical trial through Delcia, a nonprofit affiliate of Autism Speaks, and is looking to measure cognitive and symptom improvement over one month of device play. Outside of autism research, it is being used in an NIH study looking at depression and intervention methods. Those who have used Akili have reported positively and seem to believe that the game genuinely improves the symptoms of their child. These results have been from self-reports, so there is a chance of a placebo effect. However, the researchers involved in producing the game agree that the project has been successful overall. In the coming months and years, however, there will be more research into the actual effectiveness of Akili and similar types of games in helping families affected by autism. Another interesting technology prospect that is benefiting people affected by autism can be found through the work being done by Dr. Matthew Goodwin at Northeastern University. Goodwin, an interdisciplinary assistant professor of computer and information sciences in the Department of Health Services, has been working for many years on creating devices that people with autism can use to assist with preventing outbursts. His studies have led him to understand how changes in heart rate, surface skin temperature, sweating, and arm or wrist movement can lead to flared behavior. It is already known that individuals with autism are more likely than their developmentally typical peers to have physiological reactions to sensory, social and emotional, and stressor stimuli. Because of this, Goodwin is studying how some measurable signals might predict outbursts. To monitor all these factors, Goodwin uses a device similar to a fitness or health watch. It is not only capable of reading all of these factors, but also recording and presenting them in a way that is accessible for parents. Currently, parents can get alerts for when their child might have an outburst from their mobile device. The feedback has been overwhelmingly positive from the parents who have noted that their ability to predict outbursts has helped calm their children in advance. The biggest factor facing this research is the small sample it has been tested with. The project hopes to become more widespread and hopefully collect more data to see if there are other predictive patterns. One proposal is to try and collect anonymous data from developmentally typical users who have fitness devices already. Although Goodwin still has more research to complete, his findings so far have been significant. While all of these bits of technology are making progress for individuals, how are they truly changing the way we interact with people affected by autism? For starters, we are for the first time able to systematically understand and prompt people with autism through technology like Google Glass or Akili, or with research done by people similar to Matthew Goodwin, we can start to make progress in a very real way. 
These are by no means a cure for autism, but they are certainly becoming increasingly more viable treatment options. For individuals to be able to register and react to certain emotions properly, and for families to be able to reduce the likelihood of outbursts or tantrums, are truly significant accomplishments. Research is still far from being completed, and there are many more studies that need to be done, but the progress made in the last several years has had real impact so far. So maybe it's less important to know how many steps you've taken, or how many stairs you've climbed on a given day, but rather it's that you can measure these things. Quantifying our lives and standardizing aspects of how we live can have great implications for people who live with the chaos that many people affected by autism do. Perhaps these metrics are most important because they allow us to communicate effectively and easily, which previously not everyone was able to do.